Shadow Factories and We Evolve presents Sins of the Fathers. Blast, where is he? Should have been here over an hour ago. Stevens! Stevens! Where's my fool of a nephew? He's late again. I'd bet my last bullet he's lost in the grounds again. How Henry and Caroline's son turned out to be such a waste of breath is beyond me. Should have insisted he went to the Lancers and not those damned Oxford Blues. Even the Daily Spearman can't make a silk purse out of a turd. Colonel Roxborough, sir, your nephew has arrived. Thank you so much, Stevens. Uh, may I keep the towel for now? Oh, well, that's marvellous. Uh, Uncle George, uh, how are you, sir? Will that be all, sir? Yes, as you were, Stevens. Sir? Well, let's have a look at you, lad. Fell in the duck pond again, did you? Oh, no, Uncle George. Twice would be ridiculous. Uh, just got caught in a rain shower on my way here. Soaked me to the skin. Northern weather can be so unpredictable. Yes, it would certainly be hard to predict a rain of pondweed. Uh, missed a bit, did I? It's behind your ear. Sit down, Arthur. How have you been, Uncle George? I must say, I was surprised to get your invitation, especially when I saw you in London only last month. Huh. I need to talk to you privately, Arthur. Privately, eh? Gosh, tantalising stuff. Have you got any news, then? News to you, yes. <sighs> Hard though this may be to believe, the world is not as it seems. This mundane existence, this temporal dimension that we perceive around us, is but one layer of reality. Here, humanity drifts on its surface, like swimmers bobbing about on an ocean, while far below, out with the limits of human perception, but undeniably present and watching, and all too real nonetheless, vast intelligences, antithetical to our own, dwell in fathomless depths, waiting for the appointed time to arise and consume humanity in its entirety. If the masses of humankind should ever learn of this, there'd be chaos, and so it falls to the chosen few, the House of Roxburgh amongst them, to join the unending struggle, to keep our fellows both safe and ignorant of the unimaginable terrors that threaten them from the beyond. The years of my service are drawing to an end, but now the time has come for you to take up the mantle and serve as your forebears did before you. But serve as what? As a member of the Alethian Society, a secret fellowship sworn to oppose the forces of darkness and drive them back with the light of reason and faith. <laughs> I say, Uncle George, that's a good one. You almost had me there for a moment. Supernatural forces and a secret society. It's like something out of a Walter Scott novel. What a ripping joke. It's no joke, Arthur. The threat of which I speak is deathly serious. Mm, yes, well, very good, old chap. You definitely had me fooled for a minute. I know it's a topping wheeze, making us fool of silly old Arthur, but I've got to say these schoolboy pranks are, are a bit beneath you. Cease your prattling! You may be a wastrel and a fool, but you have Roxburgh blood in your veins. 
Time you learnt it means more than mess tents, sing songs, and pissing the family money away on trips down the Nile. I wouldn't exactly call that pissing it away. It means obligation, sacrifice, the wit and the courage to stand against unimaginable evil. Even in your wretched tin soldier regiment, they must have taught you something about duty and service. But, Uncle George, you have to admit, what you're saying, it's simply unbelievable. I mean, we live in a modern age of telegrams and steam-powered railways and jelly babies. It's unthinkable that there could be a secret eldritch war going on beneath our very noses. Oh, there could be a ten-gun salute going on underneath your nose and I doubt you'd notice. All right, then. If you're so determined to bury your head in the sand, do you see that book on the table in front of you? Open it. What is it? Oh, it's a diary. But the name... It's Henry Roxburgh? It's your father's journal, the last volume. His journal? How did you get it? The Society returned it after his death, along with the rest of his equipment and effects. But I... I thought... I thought everything was lost in Kanpur. Your parents were never in Kanpur. But in the midst of carnage and all the bloodshed that came after, who'd notice another few names added to the role of the dead? It wasn't the rebels that killed your father, Arthur. It was something far worse than that. You mean to say, my parents were part of the society? Of course they were, you young fool. Why do you think they packed you off to boarding school while they were travelling the world? I thought father was with the Foreign Service. All a cover for their society work. They must have been all over the world. Gosh, look at that picture. Surely that can't be real. Sketched from life, as I understand it. Your mother had a damn fine hand for that sort of thing. But that's not possible. That, that tentacle alone must be bigger than Nelson's column. Nothing natural could be that size. True enough. Unnatural it may be, but it's as real as you or I. More's the pity. And that sort of thing won't banish itself. Time for you to pick up where your parents left off. Listen, uh, Uncle George. Even if it is true, and I have to say all this would beg a belief at the best of times, what on earth can I do to stop it? I'm hardly hero material, not exactly a chip off the old block. I'm a junior choir master, not some sort of daring monster hunter. Wouldn't someone else be better? There is no one else. Believe me, if I had any bloody option but you would have taken it. Your father's dead and what's left of your mother's rotting away in Carfax Asylum. And I'll damn well see you honour their sacrifice, or my name's not George Roxburgh. What did you say? About my mother? Hmm? My mother's dead, isn't she? Better that you thought so. Better for her if she had been. I thought she died in India. But she's alive? What's left of her wouldn't know you, and you won't recognise what's left of her. Still... The society will see she's cared for as long as she lives. I, I visit her when I can. I doubt she knows I'm there, mind. I want to see her. No. Better you remember her as she was, laddie. Don't you laddie me, you wretched old walrus. You've been lying to me for over a decade. Why should I take your damn advice now? I want to see my mother. And if you dare get in my way, I'll take this whole story to the papers and see you exposed for the liar that you are. <laughs> ah, well, that's the family spirit, lad. Maybe there's something to you after all. Here's my offer, then. 
Wrap up your affairs in London, resign your commission, and tell everyone you're moving yourself up here to see to your aging uncle. We'll get you properly ginned up on the theory, introduce you to the rest of the society, and when you're ready, we'll deploy you where you're needed. And you'll take me to see my mother? Agreed. But when I deem you ready and not before... Very well. Then I agree. Then welcome to the society. I'll send them the good news in the morning. Mm, it's getting late. There's no chance you'll find your way past the duck pond in the dark. Head up to your room. I'll have Stevens draw your bath. You might as well take the diary with you and make a start of your studies. We've a meeting coming up with some of our European allies, and I want you to make a good first impression. European allies? Not sure I like the sound of foreigners. I doubt they'll be impressed with you either. Just do your best to be civil. No one's asking you to marry them. <laughs> God, no. I mean, I'm all for the sacrifices for the greater good, but I hope it won't come to that. <laughs>